Hey, listen to Commander Quick Coat Podcast, episode 320. I'm Brando. I'm here with Reiner. We're going to stay on topic by keeping it on theme. Now, hit our theme song! <laughs> theme song. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? We are back. What is going down? A whole ton is going down. We've got another Wednesday recording, even though it's Sunday, and we're recording way into the future so that we can air this on Wednesday so that we can go to Magic Fest Bellevue. Super special bonus episode for the people out in the nation today. But before we get to any of that good stuff, we have to thank our official business, Daddy's Fusion Gaming Online.com, who now follow me on Twitter. Their source for all your gaming needs. Very much so. And I've got stuff coming in the mail from FusionGamingOnline.com for people in Bellevue that has to get here. I paint it up real fast oh, and wow. I'm going to bring it to them. And to get that stuff to me, I used CCO Spring promo code at checkout, save 5%. Nice. Yeah, I was going to buy it anyways. Yeah, and then you save some money on it. Save and some money. now Fusion knows that partnering with us was sweet and a good idea. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and if you're spending over $100 Canadian, which is like four seventy five yeah, like, American. It's like super easy. It's like 15 euro. It's like three point. Point zero three pounds. That's like 18 yen. <laughs> yeah. If you're doing that, you can use CCO Perks promo code and get 10% kickback. Mm-hmm. And you can stack those two. So you can mm-hmm. save 5%. And if it's still over 100 bucks, you can get your 10% kickback. And then you can buy more stuff. Yeah. Which you get 5% off on. There it is. Amazing. Yeah. You know, very, you can use the cool. 5% that you've saved, virtually 10% you've now saved. You can go out and buy this really cool sandwich spread that I just learned about that's made out of marshmallows. A marshmallow sandwich. Well, I didn't know that was a thing. Apparently, it's like it's been like, around forever. It's like liquid, which marshmallow in li- a jar, liquidy. It's like peanut butter, but but it's marshmallows. Yeah. Oh. Did you know about this? No. Because I didn't know about this. Uh, I learned about it on a stream last night, playing with Von Doom. Oh. Uh-huh. I don't like marshmallows. I kind of only sort of like marshmallows, but I will certainly get marshmallow spread. I, like- I am a grown ass <laughs> man, and I can do whatever I want. Can I Google marshmallow spread and expect something dirty to come up? Absolutely, you can. Have you ever listened to this show? Most huh? things that we say, if Googled, will result in something not safe for work. So if you're going to Google marshmallow spread, although to be fair, the first thing that pops up is an ad so that you can buy marshmallow spread. If you go down a little bit, I promise you're going like to see something just. Page- Page three or four. Just the worst. Save thing. search off. Yeah. yeah it's going to, it'll yeah. change your day. Well, speaking of, speaking of, have you ever watched this show before? If you haven't and this is your first one, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Subscribe on YouTube because you're watching anyways and it's only one button. Yeah, you can just desecrate the like button or the yes. subscribe button. Yes, you can give it a marshmallow spread. <laughs> and uh, See how good it is. It's very dirty. That's it. If you want to follow us on Twitter, at CCO Podcast, at CCO Brando, CommanderCookout at gmail.com if you have something longer form. And if you want to help support the show because you like the content that much, patreon.com slash CCO podcast is a great place to be lots of benefits we're going to get to that in a second and to oh, the yeah. nicknames that is oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah benefits yeah. but sign up gifts are available cco stickers cco tokens that kind of stuff and the best one is the discord where everybody hangs out everybody's really nice everybody's cool and you can vote on decks for sidewalk slam yeah we're gonna go record that after the show mm-hmm. and voted on by all of you we got some kind of sapperling bullshit yep 
and uh, the Super Shitter Gang Brothers. Super Shitter Gang yeah. Brothers, painted like yours truly and yours truly. Yeah, you'll, if you want to see that, you'll have to watch it on YouTube, which you fucking should be because it's really good. Yep. And you get to see a cool paint job that's got, like, Goblin Us yep. on a card, which yep. is really neat. Yep, yep. And uh, I don't want to give too much away about the other decks or who else is playing, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, editor Tyler puts those together. We're going to meet Tyler in, in Bellevue. Um, the last time we saw Tyler was right when we did our Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he, yeah, he Glorious, was long locks of hair. Very beautiful man. Yeah, we were talking... Not to downplay the, the beauty of Editor Joe, who does this. Yes. Editor Joe is yeah. is a sexy man. He yeah. can throw a frisbee a long way. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we were talking about how far he can throw frisbees and shit. Yep. They're like specially made frisbees. They're probably motorized. Probably motorized. He probably shoots them out of a gun. Probably does, a yeah. A gun shooting frisbee. <laughs> He's got one of those things for when, you know when you shoot the, the frisbee up and then you shoot it with a gun? Mm. What is that, skeet? That's skeeting. Don't Google that. Don't Google that. But... That's probably what Joe. He probably just drags that little the frisbee cannon along behind him and just. Yeah, boom. that's what he. Yeah, he's got like a scope on it to aim it right at the little <laughs> the pin that you throw at in disc golf. It's got a computer on it that gauges the wind resistance so we can aim for him. Oh yep, man. Yep, 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 yep. It's yep. like a a skeet shooter, yeah, or like a uh, like a pitching machine, like a baseball pitching machine, but for yep. frisbees. That'd be neat. Fucking Joe. Probably should... just tweet cheats the whole time. Probably does. <laughs> it's from Winnipeg. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, I was gonna say something. Oh. I want a shirt that says Commander Cookout Podcast. Don't Google that. It'd be a cool shirt, right? Well, don't we want people to Google it, though? No, when you tell people not to do something, yeah, it always they're going to say, why, why shouldn't I Google that? And then they'll Google it, and then they'll find us, and then it'll be super funny. It'll it's be like super awesome. It's like, yeah, telling a kid to not do that, or you can't do that, and then like they try to prove you wrong. Yeah, there's no way you're going to go play that gig. You're doing your homework, and then they're in the car driving with their bandmates, and you're throwing fucking meatballs at the back of the car trying to get them to come back. Never works. Mm-hmm. It's a very specific set of mm. circumstances. Yeah, that's how, I, that's how I do things. I'm a very, uh, I'm a very big proponent for uh, doing something because you thought that I wasn't going to be able to, just to say I can do it. Not to prove you wrong, not to one up you, not to do any of that, but just because somebody thinks I can't, I want to be able to one that be the one that does do it. Oh, see, and I, I'm definitely the one that does that kind of stuff out of spite, <laughs> pure spite. I will spite succeed. Spite seed? I will not succeed in spite of you. I will succeed to spite you. Well. That's why I'm here. It gives you motivation. Yeah, yeah, because everybody's like, you guys suck. These show's crappy. Nobody says that, do they? Uh, No, they don't. They don't. And you know who doesn't? You know who don't say that? These two new patrons that we got to thank. Oh, cool. Okay. One's a returner with an excellent nickname. One of my top, I don't know the number of top, but it's way up near the top. Just say top five. Top five nicknames. Top five nicknames, which is a benefit, give them the air quotes, benefits of being a patron of the show is you get your CCO nickname. Yep. And Mike Flucher. Or as we affectionately refer to him as, Meat Flute. Meat Flute. Oh, Oh, yeah. It feels so good to say. It feels so good to be able to say Meat Flute again. Can Can we Google it? No. 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 Are you kidding me? Absolutely not. That's no. why it's my favorite one. And it's super easy to remember. It's and one. it's a great takeoff of his real name. Yes. And you know what's fantastic is we don't have any of our regular setup today. We recorded the pre-show with these mics instead of mine. Yep. We don't have my computer for notes. We don't have our camera stand tripod thing. Nope. So that's why we're at a different angle, which I kind of like because we're pretty close together. It's high and tight, if you will. I, I, had to, I had to adjust my work chair, yep. and I don't know if I can readjust it. Because I like it when it's really high and my feet dangle off the floor. Which is like four inches yeah. of, of height, I mean. Yeah. Oh, man, so good when Jason burns you for being short. And, and oh. Anyways, I have an actual piece of paper instead of my computer, and our other patron, 
There, man. There's like seven consonants in a row here, so I'm just gonna try and do it. He knows who he is. You know who he is. This is Jesse Wozniczka. I think I got it. What? Wozniczka. Jesse. This is new Jesse from mm. our LGS. Remember it's, new Jesse? It's Start fuzzy. Of... It's fuzzy something. There's definitely something fuzzy involved. Wozniczka. Yep. Fuzz. Fuzznichka. Fuzznichka. That sounds kind of dirty, actually. I kind of like that. I I want to get a Fuznichka. Jess Fuznichka. Yeah. That means he's either it's either a, a comment on his grooming habits, which are fine. I mean, <laughs> do do what you want to do. Some guys are into bears. Fuzz. Some chicks are into bears. I think I think less girls are into bears than guys that are into bears. Hey, is that it's probably right? Right? And bears are awesome. They're like the coolest animal. They like dig holes and then lay in them and stuff. We are talking about different kinds of bears. Jesse Wozniczka. Fuznichka. Fuznichka, yeah. The new Jesse. New Jesse. New Jesse. I'm just going to keep calling him New Jesse. We're calling New Fuzz. New Fuzz. Ooh, don't Google that either. Yeah, that's a, that's a puberty joke. <laughs> lots of um, lots of don't Googles today. Yeah, we're on we're in fine form. It's because we're back recording in the morning, you see. Yeah. Dur during a heat wave when all we've oh, been, we've yeah. been consuming beer instead of water. Man. And it's like, went to a patio <sighs> yesterday. 37 degrees. Oh, that, I drank a beer that was like this big. I thought you were going to say 37 oh. beer. No, I wish. I, I only had one big one. Yeah, I went up to the lake and did uh, a bunch of cabin rentals and stuff. Like an excavator dug up half my parents' yard, and I was like squaring off the bottoms of where he dug to put forms in and cutting old electrical wires. Found a live one. Found a live wire. Ooh, Didn't cut that one. Good call. Yep. Solid move. But uh, 37 beers would be accurate yeah when i would describe the number of beers my brother and i drank and he's like a mammoth he's a lummox he's like so huge oh yeah so he just, just like puts beer away like it's his job <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i just I had one for breakfast yesterday hey and then i had another one like that giant one at the restaurant and then i was on a stream with von doom and oh. giraffe you put and yourself on amanda 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 i like her and then she's great she's very fun she won both games which I, huh. I'm going to fix her little red wagon. But, but. <laughs> Google that. No, it's not a sex thing. Like, I bet you she has a wagon that is probably broken because it's old because I don't really make wagons anymore. Mm. I would fix it for her. And then beat the crap out of her at magic. <laughs> yeah. So, speaking of magic, we are a Magic Gathering podcast. We say we're going to stay, stay on topic, on theme, etc. We Lies. totally haven't. Lies. We're 10 minutes in. We have got... Actually, the theme page for EDH Rec open. Yeah, and we don't we don't do a whole ton of EDH Rec talk. I guess yeah. we do a little bit in the Spice Calculator when we do a deck tech, um, because they're the what's what's the word the de facto it? place where people check like is it the deck stuff? Right? Is it the hub? That's yeah. not the word I want to use, though. But that's a, what I'm they are. I'm going to think about this word. A conglomerate? And I'm, gonna, I'm just going to yell it at some point. When the word's going to dawn on me, I'm just going to yell it into the mic. Hub works, so hub works yeah, for the hub, time being. EDHREC is a hub of knowledge where you can go and see what the hive mind has collectively or on average come up with. I'm I'm explaining EDHREC like anybody who's li <laughs> listening to a magic podcast doesn't know what that is. But maybe, maybe uh, they don't. I don't know. Maybe they're new. Yeah, maybe we use it for the spice calculator. We've done some stuff with them in the past, like on EDH Reccast. Who gave us a shout out twice in their show? Called us the Goons from Saskatoon. We are that. So big thanks to Dana for making that up because that's fantastic. That's solid, yeah. Yeah, might that might be a shirt. That you might think? be a t shirt. Commander Cookout, the Goons from Saskatoon. Would it have like a picture of one of us like jerseying? 
possibly Dana and just feeding him uppies. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's a hockey you, thing, right? You can you can jersey Max Crandell and I'll jersey Dana. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, we used EDH Rec for Spice Calculator, mm-hmm. and you can download the Spice Calculator on CommanderCookout.com. Yeah, yeah, yep, and yep. get the stickers so you can write what your spice. Oh, rating you can is. buy a spice rating sticker yeah. for your deck box. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. But today we've got the themes page up, and we want to talk about uh, themes. Uh, that sounds that's a bad way to do it. But we're our LGS just moved, so yep. they're open again. We're back playing in the store. We've gone to. By the time you're listening to this, we've gone to three events this summer. <laughs> like 38 events in and, 31 days. And we're doing another one like the the week after we get back or whatever, like the face-to-face in Saskatoon is oh, another yeah. event. At least yeah. it's here. Yeah, at least we don't have to travel for 100 hours. And Did we, you get the email that says all the things we have to do to get on the airplane? We have to talk about that because it kind of... Ah, uh, yeah, we just go and... Yeah, it's, it's worrisome. Fine. Yeah, fucking airplanes. I hate them. I just want to get on an airplane and fly around like I'm supposed to. Yeah. And we will. We will. We will. So we've got the themes page up here, and we see, like, top themes are artifacts with 42,000 decks, life gain, 42,000 decks, treasures, 34,000 decks. And it blows we, my mind that life gain is that high. Yeah, I you think it's. I, mean? I think it's just decks that, like, have lots of things that gain life, right? Like, well, there's got to be... I don't know how it works. We're not programmers, and I don't care really how it works. I want to talk about if this is accurate according to like our experiences and give some some of our intel when when we go to an event or when you go to an event what to expect based on our experiences because we go to lots of shows right mm-hmm. or shows uh we go to lots of events and we play at fnm lots like how many times you played fnm last year 50 45 well, well last year might be a oh well okay how you many know what on average we play like 49 weeks a year yeah and you probably go, you and Alex probably go as much as anybody. Yeah. And maybe five color mono white angel Aaron. Yep. And yep. Uh, new Jesse goes lots when yep. he's not working. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. yep. Matt O goes like yeah, every O's, time. Yeah, Matt O's got the, the crown for being there the most. Yeah. And the earliest. Yep. So <laughs> our experience with these, I guess, popular ways to build and then our experience at bigger events like like a command fest or or like the fusion 5k that we went to last week yeah how does how does that compare to the lgs or how does that compare to being at home and playing with your friends yeah so i don't know where do you want to start from the bottom and go up or what do we want to no, let's start at the top no no, no no i mean like start oh. start like at the kitchen table and, oh. and the lgs table well, I, don't know, I figure small tables is usually the best because those are the ones that i think you're going to see more thematic stuff oh more okay more kooky builds more wild stuff more like yo i'm gonna try to build a deck that's hang on i saw one on here that really like tickled my pickle well, search for it and i'll ask the question there do, it is do you see more diversity at the the lgs and kitchen table or do you see more diversity in decks at the command fest table randomly sitting down with with whatever i see much not much more but i think i see more at i mean maybe our table is skewed because of us but like i think at home and at the lgs i've seen more like kooky stuff i've seen more crab tribal more frog tribal more mutate dot deck more and those are all decks that like physically exist more like everything frost holds your guy oh yeah taps you for two turns or like yeah j j is a kind of a good 
gauge on this because he's got like mono red dot deck that he can change out into different things. Yeah. And uh, he's got like mo that mono black demon kind of life drain deck, you know? Yeah. It's like a kind of a burn deck, but it's black. Yeah. And uh, mono white five color angel. Oh. Aaron mentioned him already, but he's yeah. got a mono white five color angel deck. Yeah. The Morphone is the commander, so it's five color, but it's actually mono white. Yeah. Peek behind the curtain. That's why we call him that. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, we've got a, a diverse spread, yeah, a good swath of different kinds of decks and players. And it's not to say that you're not going to see those at a at a big event, but yeah. when you look at the the big themes that we see on EDHREC.com, stuff like artifacts and treasures, you'll probably see that kind of stuff. At a magic, it was like, this is my artifact deck. And I was like, you know oh, great, I we're just... playing art of suite. You have a combo or whatever. Um, yeah. Whereas when you go to a place like a magic fest or a kitchen table, you're probably going to see somebody that, like, every single permanent spell in this whole deck is a snow permanent. Yeah. Right? Or or everything is a historic spell or clone dot deck. Yeah. Or uh, he's going the... down the themes page. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm just going down there. Uh, madness, madness deck. Well, you, you know, what, madness, you might see a madness deck at the CEDH tables at a big event because um, Angie Falconrath. Hey, yeah, real good. Yeah, that's real a madness good. deck. Or what about Rat Colony? You might see Rat Colony too. I don't know why. You'd, um... Oh well, Rat Colony. Maybe you see it because that was the hint from the <laughs> oh, pre-show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you got it, if yeah. you got it, that's the pre-show game. If you're new, you can watch the CCO pre-show on Mondays and guess the card that we're hinting at. You get entered to win some of our prizes mm -hmm. for free. Our prizes so, are sweet. super fun. Yep, I think. I think, and not to get too far away from the kitchen table LGS portion, but I think when you go to those big events with thousands of people at them, uh, you see more artifact decks, more treasure decks, more aristocrats decks, because those are the decks that you can make good. Yeah. Right. I can't really make Crab Tribal good without leaning into other themes like <laughs> without Crater taking the Behemoth crabs out, yeah. and taking crabs out and, and putting in an artifact combo or, yeah, or it, something, right? You could do treasure crabs. Yep. You could do that. Then it's a treasure deck. You could do a mecha crab. That would be an artifact deck. You could do... Aristocrabs? Ari <laughs> oh, there it is. I could. See? See? Amazing. And then I'm playing Blood Artist, Zulaport Cutthroat, um, Pitiless Plunderer, Cruel Celebrant. Yeah. I'm playing all of those things in and, and the creatures that, I'm, that are dying or sacrificing and reanimating probably are just happen to be crabs. Yeah. And then... It's more of an aristocrat's deck than it is a thing. So I'm I would have no issues playing crabs at the LGS or at my kitchen table when we're playing lower powered jank fun games or new decks where players are testing. Um, but if I go to an event, I would expect to not have very many people say that um, yes, your your crab deck is going to be well matched against my deck because yeah. I'm playing artifacts or treasures or discard tribal or even like vehicles is is better, right? <laughs> and and more of a solid theme that you can build around yeah. than crabs by creature type. Yes. So I don't know. I think that that's fine though. I think that the LGS for lack of a better term is a is a good place to like for safe gameplay well, where, that's where you, you can do just that. Kind of go and crab. do whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and over time like uh, um, Lord of Tressorhorn started out like Crab Tribal did, and it morphed into everything dies tribal, and it, now it's good. Brando says it's good all the time, better than good. I say it is. It's very good. And uh, that's way, where it started. Way better than he says it, it, it is too. Even yeah. when he's about to play it, he, he underplays it. 
-hmm. <laughs> not on purpose, not on purpose. Because mm -hmm. now, well, here's the thing. Now, whenever I play it, if I'm playing it at a bigger event, like a face-to-face -face open or a command fest, I say that it started out as a jank thing, but now I'm playing it here because it's better than it used to be. Yeah. Now it's like it can kill you in one hit, like if I give Lord of Tressorhorn Infect because yeah. you got 10 power. Mm -hmm. Do you have any decks like that that started bad but got good scrub? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, Tana, the butt sewer is like yeah. that. And I think AV, the the ooze thing, yep. I think it's actually gotten a little bit more stout than I meant it to. Uh, you know what? The yeah. the high end of that deck. We played a game after last week's Sidewalk Ooh. Slam where Brando... Oh, man, what did you do? You you. I Genesis waved for 18, and then I got the Genesis wave back, and I Genesis waved for 24 more, and then I Genesis waved for the rest of my deck. Yeah. Just for fun. I didn't have to do that last one, but I did it anyway. Yep. Yep. That, so, that's how you storm, you, baby. You meant to... Did you mean for that to be a storm deck? Because it kind of turned into a combo deck, didn't it? No, it is a storm deck. It, oh, you meant that? Oh, yeah. You yeah, meant for that to happen? Oh, yeah, it's definitely a storm deck. It just storms with spells that cost seven, so it has to make... Lots of mana. Lots of mana. Yeah. And mm -hmm. and was that... Did you mean for it to be lower powered, but now it's not? Like my Lord of Tressorhorn deck? Well, I'm, I still think it's low enough power that you can kind of jam it wherever. Yeah. But like the top end of that deck is out... It's, in the stratosphere. Yeah, it's in, it's insane. And it gets there a little more often than I think I'd like. Like, I'll get the storm turn that's like, haha, I have 10 oozes at the end of it. And it's like, they're all big and scary and whatever. But there's also times where it's like, I have 10 oozes, and then it's like, oh, I, I guess I also draw 26 cards, and I can play all of them right now. Mm. So I might as well, and I'll make 26 more oozes, and die. Dun, da, da, da. Yeah, oops. Oh, I'll just drop this um, concordant crossroads, and yeah. <laughs> you're all going to die. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Do you think that that's a trap that people could like get into or, or they should avoid? Like I've got this jank deck. We just we talked about it yeah. on top five and five not too long ago where you have your casual deck and it's a little bit of a mistake or a trap to to just continue always improving it and making it better because it's like your good deck. Never saying your deck is done. Do you think that this is a thing that people should actively watch out for? I think so, maybe. I, th I think on, it can... On, on, on decks that aren't your best deck. Yeah, when you don't want something to be a certain power level, I think even when you think you're not doing that, I think that some people do fall into the pit. And again, mm. I just illustrated that I did, mm -hmm. where... And me too. Suddenly your deck is way better than you mean it to be. Yeah. And it's not that you, oh, I can't play this anymore, it's too good. But it's like, well, now I feel like you're either pub stomping somebody or... You know, and it kind of feels bad to do those sorts of things. And I think that some, taking it back to the theme conversation, oh, yeah. I think that some themes are significantly more likely to land you in that pitfall than others. Like, if you want to do the treasure deck, treasures are real good. Like, I've nope. accidentally killed people just by making treasures in at least three games since I built a deck that has, like, a treasure sub-theme in it, and it wasn't even hard. And it, Just because they make so much mana? Well, they make so much mana, and now they've got a bunch of stuff where, like, you can use treasures to draw cards, and you can use treasures more specifically to do damage. Ooh, yeah, or that, or that one, um, that one deck that Aiden has that if you have all your artifact tokens become like four four creatures. Yeah, yeah, and then all of a sudden your ten treasures are dealing forty damage. Yeah, yeah, tapped out. Hey, hmm, I guess I'll play. What the heck is that card called? I know what the picture is. It's from Modern Horizons. Uh, it's not March of the Machines. It's some kind of but March of like the Machines. But it's like March of the Machines, thing. yeah, which is another one that you could just use. Well, no, then there's zero zeros. And they oh, die. yeah, that, that would not that. work. That no, would no, be no, a no, bad no, no, idea. No, no. But, like, but the point is, is you can fall down into those traps, whereas, like, when you're playing something that's... I'm looking at the thing here. Like, what's one that you could 
Well, I'm of. looking at blink decks. Lots of blink decks end the game with combos. Yeah. Right, where you blink two guys that blink on ETB and they just long blink each ass, other forever. Long ass, dirtily combos. And you're playing it with like, well, if you play it with <laughs> with um, Soul Sisters, you gain infinite life, then Ether Flux everybody. That's a common way that we've probably both died yeah, or yeah, yeah, just yeah. infinite ETB, LTB, draw my whole deck type things. And then you just use whatever combo that you draw into. Yeah. Yeah, that's and, the thing. And then you like we're looking at these other ones. Snow was one that we used earlier. Like you're probably not gonna get a deck that's gonna get way out of hand accidentally playing only snow permanents because mm-hmm. you know there's a finite number of them that are good, and you'll probably have to play all of them in your deck. Yep. And then or, or mutate. I'm living proof. I have factual evidence that mutate kinda isn't the best in EDH. It's mm-hmm. fun. It's lots of fun to play, but like the power level is very very low. Yep. And to make it oops, this is too good, what you're probably going to end up cutting from the deck are the mutate creatures for just better creatures that you're going to mutate onto later. Yeah. And then you just don't. Yeah, or or then all of a sudden you're cutting some of the lower powered, same power level as mutate cards for something like a Tef's Protection and a Fierce Guardianship and a Deflecting Swat and then all of a sudden Force of Will, Pact of Negation, and all of a sudden you're playing like... I have to protect my Mutate Pile, yeah, damn it! Yeah, for free when I'm attacking out and tapped out and then you're playing the who's who of CEDH interaction <laughs> and removal, <laughs> yeah. which again is fine, but in a deck that you say is Mutate and then people have an idea of what that is, they don't necessarily expect to see Force of Will, Fierce Guardianship, Pact of Negation, Force of Negation. They don't expect to see those things in a Mutate deck. And you know what? I'm thinking about it again using my Mutate deck as an example. We could maybe put a link in the comments if anybody wants to take a look at the well, new we've, one. we've done it. You can search um, Commander Cookout Mutate. You can find Brando's yeah. deck. And, oh boy, does it not, would it not matter? He's like, check out my 7-7, seven, seven, sucka. And they're like, I'll kill it. Force of negation, punk ass bitch! And that's... Is that what you do? Oh, yeah. You got force of negation in there? No. Oh. No, but I <laughs> I could. I could. I would protect my 7-7. Seven, seven. And it's only a 7-7 seven, because seven it has six plus one plus one counters on it. Because you mutated those on Because I mutated it on there, yes. <laughs> I, don't know what, I don't know what point you're trying to make there. The, the point is, is those decks, even when you try, like if you tried to make them super stout and super oh. resilient, because as long as you're leaning hard into the mutate theme, your deck isn't going to get that good. Yeah. Whereas if you're leaning heavy into... Artifact theme, and artifacts, you're playing the who's who of, of the best CEDH removal... Now, now you have a good deck. Now your deck is the real shit. Or even like legendary stuff or historic things. That's that's artifact too. Yeah. Right? And like your decks, it, it could get way out of hand just by leaning into your theme as opposed to a lower powered one. Where like nope. top deck manipulation. Yes, that would be really good, but it, is it going to blow you the game, the game open? No. Maybe, no. well, but maybe, not. you know what? If miracles, you, I guess, is a thing. Miracles is a thing, and things like um, Eureka and the Yannette, the ones that care about the one that cares yeah. about odd numbered stuff. Those are the top deck commanders. And uh, you know what's funny is we've clicked through a lot of the themes, some of the popular ones and some of the not so popular themes, and then you see things like first commander in that theme has seven thousand decks on EDH. Yeah. Then the second most popular has you know two thousand. 
then 2,000, and then the fourth most popular is like 100 decks. Man, Stacks has been held way down. Hey, best one's still Grand Arbiter, August in the 4th, and yeah. then then Derev. Oh, I have a Lavinia deck, no Stacks in it. Oh, see, I, to- I told you, people have a certain <laughs> expectation. When, and oh, the, the opposite is true. Damn it. If I said Grand Arbiter, what what would you think I was playing? Stacks. But yeah. you know me, so it would be Advisor Tribal. <laughs> if when you say you have a uh, Lavinia of the tenth deck, what do I think? Probably stacks, stacks right? It's like the opposite. This is like trash. Is. I'm stacksing myself because my deck is you've so got, bad. You've got stacks of trash. Yes. <laughs> it's, and what I tell people is the only reason that she's the commander of that deck is because it's the good blue legend that I had. Yeah. So here's the thing. Here's the question. Then is. Building around a theme. Oh, here. Well, here's another one. Here's another one. If I said I have a Brea deck, what do you think? It's an artifact it's combo art- deck? It's a dirty, stinky artifact combo deck. What if it was like Thopters? Or what if it was artifacts that cost zero? Yeah, you might still think it was a combo Cheerios, deck. Cheerios, <laughs> yeah, I still think it's a combo deck. <laughs> okay, then the question then becomes is building around a theme or referencing a theme when you're doing like a real zero chat is referencing your theme a bad thing? Is it bad to say I have an artifact deck? I think it's an uninformative thing. Ooh. Unless you're being re- like it's kind of one of those superfluous things. Oh, this is my dragon deck. Well, what what does that mean? Yeah. Like is it a deck where you just jam a bunch of dragons that you think are cool? Or is it a dragon storm lathless combo deck? Exactly. Like, what is it? Cuz both of those things technically are dragon decks. Yep. Right? Uh Artifact decks can be all sorts of things. They can be Cheerios creatures that you try and equip and pump up and swing in with them and try and make them cool. Mm -hmm. Or it could just be like the grinding station combo that you assemble in one turn and then you win. My advisor tribal deck could also be a mill deck if I'm playing 25 persistent petitioners. Yeah, which you are. Which I I would be. Yes, I I love to do that kind of thing. I should put one persistent petitioners in my mill deck, hey? Just for the lulls. Yes, you should. I should? You absolutely should. I should put three. No, just one. I should put three. Well, because Bruvax and Advisor. No, just one. This is yeah, what I should one. do. I should put one, and then I should have Bruvac, and then I should have a clone. Two clones of Bruvac that are like Spark Double and like Sakashima of a Thousand Faces, so I could have three Bruvacs and a Petitioner. It'd be fantastic. Yeah. So okay, that's that's a topic for another day. <laughs> what we say then is uh, honesty, upfrontedness. Clarity, so you're not misrepresenting your deck when you say, I have an artifact deck or I have a dragon deck. Well, even as we're important, as we've been doing the show, I'm just kind of scrolling through the theme thing. And a lot of them are like, I don't know what the word for this is either. Are they Venn diagrams with the circles? Yeah. And the circles cross over like a persistent partitioner's deck is probably a mill deck, just mm-hmm. like you said, right? The two circles in the Venn diagram overlap. Yeah. The, or nearly overlap. Like Primal Surge, probably a combo deck, because it's all going to be all permanents in a Primal Surge. Yeah. So, right? so you could look up Primal Surge theme or all permanents theme, yeah. and the Venn diagram almost overlaps. Yeah. Like Shadowborn Apostles is an Apostle deck, but it's also a Demon Tribal deck. Yeah, and I'll, I'll, I would be willing to bet that if I busted out a hate bears deck mm-hmm. and a stacks deck, the people that I was playing against probably wouldn't differentiate between the two. They're yeah. the same deck. I but would different uh, themes. Yes. You're gonna and and we're on YouTube, so we're gonna say, well actually it's different because we know Yeah, we know that hate bears are the creatures that do the thing the, and stacks is the we get it. The emotion that it draws out of people is the same and the word that they use to describe that emotion 
with regards to the kind of magic cards that give you that emotion mm-hmm. are is the word stacks. Yeah. You're stopping me from doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Or you're slowing down the game enough that the one card you put in your deck to break parity is going to win the game 58 turns from now. <laughs> right? Exactly. Like, that's what those two decks do. And the Venn diagram analogy is a good yeah. one. And there's a couple of other ones in here that like give you more. Like these two. I have a Stompy deck. That tells you something about the deck. That's what fr- what and, color do you think that the, the oh. headlining card should be for Stompy? Okay, we're going to give everybody out there a chance to guess. Okay. Hmm. Okay, there's your, there's your time. Ephara, God of Polis? So give her a read. Indestructible 6-5 God, white, blue, two. Okay. As long as your devotion to white and blue, remember this is Stompy, white and blue is less than seven, not a creature. At the beginning of each upkeep, if you had another creature come into play under your control last turn, draw a card. That's the least stompiest thing I think think I've ever read. That's just drawing and pulling the wrong picture. Like, click into the page. The Stompy page, top commanders are, and maybe we're missing something. I'm not sure. No, we're not. Who plays more Stompy than us? I'm not sure. Here's the top Stompy commanders. I don't even know what that first one is. Cause Sh- John Irenicus Shattered one. Okay. Varalol's the Scar Striped. <laughs> Selvala, the Mimeoplasm. The Beamtown Bullies. And Asika, God of the Tree. I don't think EDH Rec knows what Stompy is. <laughs> At least their title image isn't what Stompy is. I think that might be a mistake. Because then we go down even more. Galta, Lazov, who copies guys. Gerard, Golgari Lichlord. Um, Goreclaw, there's one. Yeah, these are all stompy cards because they make big creatures, right? Crash. Yeah. Oh, there's an oldie but a goodie, hey? I miss Crash. Yeah, remember the days when Crash was a little bit of an EDH boogeyman? Yeah. Like in circa 2009? And now he's just like punk ass. Punk ass. Yeah, I think Dana Roach has uh, has a Crash deck. Yeah, it probably sucks. Yeah, hence the punk ass. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. But I, I, I don't know. I think... Now that I'm looking at these and thinking about this, is theme even something you can build on it? You can conceptualize a deck around it. You yep. can build 100 cards around a theme that you have in your mind. But is it worth going into a stranger situation in an LGS or more specifically at a Magic Fest and saying, here's the theme of my deck? Because mm. it doesn't, in most cases, it gives you zero information unless your theme is like... Mass, tribal. mass land destruction. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Right? Because then you're telling them something. Because even Crab Tribal doesn't tell them anything. Yeah. Like, it doesn't right. tell them that your deck is bad. It just tells them that the creatures that you play are crabs. I think... I the think deck could do all kinds of shit. Two things. Two things. Uh, theme is the word that EDHREC gives it. So a lot of people look at that and say, oh, that's what the word is to describe what I'm doing. Ramp is my theme. Hmm. Card draw is my theme. Hmm. Wheels is my theme. And and there's not really, that's not really a theme. When people think of theme, they think like ladies looking left tribal or, yeah. or, or something like that is a theme. But this is my Star Wars theme deck, my Lord of the Rings theme deck. That's what they think when they hear theme. And, and the word that EDH Rec uses might not be 100% accurate. And the other thing is like, I have a card draw deck. I have a wheels deck. Yeah. There's no like there's no standardized nomenclature here where it's like um wheels means exactly this. Card draw means exactly this. Well, wheels right? might be a cuz I mean 
Yeah, but that, wheels and car draw. What are you doing when you wheel? You're making everybody cards. or yourself or everybody draw cards. Yeah. And if if the wheels are like I just draw cards and you take damage, and that's a wheel deck. It's a card draw deck and it's a wheel deck. The Venn diagram overlap is exactly yeah. one circle, right? Yeah. So the lack What is of your deck if it's a card draw deck, do you think? Like what 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 is that deck? Well, according to EDH Rec, it's a card draw deck. Yeah, but like what does it do, I wonder? Makes you draw See, cards. There, we, <laughs> we we did it. We devoted it. Where we demonstrated it live. If Ryan just told me that he has a card draw, I'm like, yeah. What the hell does it do? Well, it draws cards. Yeah, but so what? Maybe it makes insects with um the scarab god. Maybe there, there it makes. Go. Yeah, maybe it makes everybody draw. Yeah, it's an everybody card draw deck, a wheel deck, or an everybody card draw deck, and it has Nekuzar. Yeah. Or or um, what's the what's the artifact creature that. Whenever I draw, everybody Psycho- loses. Psychosis Crawler. Maybe it's an artifact Derevi Stacks deck that also plays all of the Wheel of Fortune variants because red, and uh, it kills you through the Psychosis Crawler after you've been locked under a Stacks lock because Derevi can get artifacts back from his graveyard. What the fuck is that deck? Is it Stacks? <laughs> is it artifacts? Is it wheels? Is it card draw? Is it a burn deck? Yes. Does it have a goblin sub-theme? Fuck yeah, it does. We didn't even talk about sub-themes, which is a very oh, important yeah. way that that ge- that games of magic are won. And I think if you tell somebody your sub-theme, I think that gives them a little bit more information about kind of where you're going or what you're doing. Like if, if you say, well, you, we'll keep using Crab Tribal. Sure. This is my Crab Tribal deck. It's Crab Tribal themed. And they're going to go, okay, well, what the hell does that mean? And then you would say, it has a... Toughness matters sub theme. There you go. There you go. And it's like, okay, now I know that he's going to use these crabs with their big asses yep. to like mill me with Fenax yes, or something. Yes, yes, yes. It gives you a, it. Now you have information when you say like what the sub themes in a deck are. Yeah. Now yep. you're getting into the information. Yep. But if you just say this is my theme, nobody's going to know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Even if you do, because you have all the information. And everybody else does not. Yeah, Lord of Tressorhorn of of mine is another good example where I say, well, he's a 10 power commander, so if I give it plus one, plus one, I can hit you twice and you die. Oh, so it's a Voltron deck. But it can also hit you once and you die because it plays Infect. That's so it, like a sub-theme. So is it an Infect deck? Well, no. it's a, No, well, yeah. I don't know. Is it? What the hell Lots is it? Lots of times I win with Chandra's Ignition. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So, I don't know. What what else do you got here? What uh, Virus theme? What even is that? Oh, man. I bet you I just put a is virus that, on this computer. No, I bet you that just infected me with the... Is that, a, oh, like a, is that an Infect a, deck? Because Infect is a theme. But neither of those cards had Infect. There was only two commanders in the, the, the whatever that was. Now I can't find virus. it. Virus. Virus. That's kind of cool. Virus. 85 virus decks. Is virus a card? What's the the lowest one is Golem tokens. Golem tokens with oh, six with decks. Oh, with the splicers. Yeah. So is that a golem tribal deck, or does it just make golem tokens? What is is it? it splicer tribal? Has anybody done? Yeah, everybody's done that. Not everybody. But yeah, lots, lots of people. Of people that. Done I've that. I've done a couple different commissions where guys have golem decks, or they like want golem tokens painted, or or they've got splicer tribal, or... and it's golem from Lord of the Rings. Is that what it always is? That would be cool. Or uh, Bach from the Forgotten Realms. What's another golem that I know? Uh, mm. There's uh, there was one from Golden Axe that was kind of cool. He was green and really tall. He was, you could play him as him play as him in the fighting game. He was like Zangief, but I, he was. I a, got this. I got Franken- this. Frankenstein was a golem. Yeah, yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. You could do flesh golem. You could do if you're a meteorologist. 
Ooh. like Bug Doctor at uh, at uh, FNM. All only makes bug decks. Insect decks are that's the only ones. You got like that's, six six different bug decks. That's not a meteorologist. No, no, no. But if you were like that, but you were a meteorologist, and you wanted to do Golem Tribal, and you're a meteorologist, you make a token copy of. Meteor Golem, <laughs> and then you just clone it a whole bunch of times with like Brewback, and it's my Brewback Meteor Golem Tribal Meteorite Space Themed Golem Tribal Deck. Lands are coming out for you this year. Space oh, lands. yeah, Space Lands and, uh, well, Meteor Golem. Is there any other space references in Magic cards? I'm sure there are. There must be. You oh, could, Star you of can, Extinction. Oh, there's, one, there's, there's one. a good one. That's, that's a big a, meteor. Oh, that's a fantastic one. And you can one. play that in your Brewback Meteor Golem Tribal. Outer space deck. Yeah. Oh, Shivan man. Meteor. There's another one. There's a meteor. Yeah. yeah. Is there any, is there any, you could have like the mana rocks that are stars, like prismatic star. That's a card, isn't it? There's like meteor fragment, I think too. Me, there's, um, isn't there like isn't a, there like a me, meteorite shard or something? Yeah, it's like a mana rock. Isn't there one that blows up a land and then it taps for mana of any color too? I think that's another one. And if there is, oh, there's meteor should, crater. Like that should be a yeah. card. Yeah. That's a card from plane shift. I think. Is it, is it, is it a land? Yes. It's a land. Oh yeah. yeah I have yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, I have yeah. one. I definitely have one of those. Yeah. But there, should, there should be a little like an asteroid or something that it like an hits. asteroid. Yeah, an Gross. asteroid. So you got like abs on your butt, but it smashes into the earth and it destroys a forest or whatever. Smashes and, into your ass and destroys it. And then you can tap it for a mana of any color. That would be a three mana mana rock people oh, would play. Oh hey? yeah, oh, yeah. Stone rain with a with a rock attached to it. Oh, that would be a ama- that yes. Yeah. It, it it taps. For the color of land that it destroyed. Oh, even there bad. it is. Yeah, and you can sacrifice it to make a treasure. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. yeah now oh, we're why done. would you do that though? Because it's a mana rock already. I know. But, but it's, it's like cracking good. the meteor right open. Yeah. Maybe you have to like pay one, crack it open, draw a card. Oh man. So it's just... like Mindstone plus Command Sphere. I love building cards live. So three mana mana rock blows yep. up a land taps for mana of any color that of the land that it destroyed could have produced every time you tap it you put a counter on it then when it has 10 counters you sack it and get 10 treasure tokens yeah why t- 10 just arbitrary 10 yeah because that's how long ga- games of commander last i think if you put 10 on it you're encouraging people to combo with it to tap yeah. and untap tap and untap really lots i think if it was just like three and you get like then you only get three then you get three. Yeah, now they have to be the same number. Has to be the same, and it should be a ridiculous number because you're mining off little pieces of the ma- of the of the meteor, I right? suppose. And selling them off to people, and then they're all walking away with their little meteor chunk, and they're all happy. And then you fucking gank them and take all that treasure back. Yeah. See, that's some thematic shit. That, that's a good idea. That's a good mana rock, though. Yeah. Like that's the, a the super comes good into play, mana. destroys a land. Yeah. Probably a non-basic, and then you can no, tap to get any the color. land. You think any. Land. I suppose because like because asteroids people, don't care. Asteroids don't discriminate. Yeah, <laughs> they just get you. They, they just can... smash into whatever's in the way. Oh yeah, they'll they'll wreck you. Then yeah, you're, then you're a crater. That's a good manner. Trademark patent pending. Yeah, that's ours. If you see that anywhere in Magic, your boys also are getting a royalty from that. You're welcome, Watsy. I'm yeah. sure we'll see it in two years. Yeah, I'm sure it's going to be in what uh, quadruple masters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Octuple masters. Yeah. No, that's that's like that's like that's, five months from now, dude. That's five that's, months from now. Eighty-seven dollar yeah. packs. Oh, easy. They just they just add ten more dollars every time they come up with a new masters <laughs> pack. Eighty dollar packs. Uh, okay. Uh, so did we solve anything about themes? Did we did we did we give people anything? I guess we didn't really talk about themes at Magic Fest. I kind of we did. I think we totally did, and I think that we've proven that if you go in thinking you're going to build on a theme. 
you're not really telling anybody anything, and it's kind of a it's kind yeah. of a farce, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of a kind of a gag. <laughs> Unless you gank them, gank them with your gag, your, your farce gag. Yeah, spin I, your sock with change around. Just get them, gank them, get them treasures back. I think that we definitely touched on the importance of communication, which is something that we always touch on mm-hmm. because it's always important, regardless of what what you're doing, what you're talking about, what level of play or competition that you're playing at. Always mm-hmm. important. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're building around a theme, it doesn't really tell anybody anything, but unless the theme is really specific. You know what's you know what's funny is, yeah. Unless the theme is chair, really specific, chair leg, mohawk, face tattoo. Now you got a theme. You know what's funny is if you tell somebody your first theme, and then your backup theme or your backup win condition, all of a sudden it's like, oh, now that I have two data points, I know what the deck does. Yeah. Is that is that all it takes? Is two data points? I think it could. That, I think, I it think does. that that's a satisfactory amount as long as you're, like describing what it really is like don't call your 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 duretti stacks deck don't call that like an artifact deck this is my artifact deck because you're like what kind of artifacts are you playing yeah are you (laughs) yeah are you playing winter orb artifacts or are you playing like golem tribal (laughs) like what is it which (laughs) which which kind of artifacts and and then that's that's maybe two data points it's my duretti artifact stacks deck that kills you with golem tribal that's fine, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, or mirrors. Could be mirrors, too. Mirrors? Or scarecrows. That's another hey. That's another cool-ass... Yeah. I guess you can't do that with Duretti, because... Well, lots of are... scarecrows are artifacts. Well, yeah, but a lot of them have colors. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, That's yeah. fine. Shadowmore, they that's did that fine. This us. is my Brea scarecrow deck that, like, has a combo win con, because game's got to end. That's two data points, and you're saying what the deck is yeah. and what else it is now how fast does the combo go there's a question somebody would ask you'd say well i can't tutor for it so if it happens it happens yeah it's, if three, it happens, yeah, like, it's three cards and i can't tutor for it because i want to win with like scarecrows yeah. in in brea i started playing during shadow more and that was my favorite set so i want to do scarecrows yeah. yeah yeah and then my combo is like painter servant so it only kills one person at a time yeah yeah, Although, which, which is something that you do, and something and that I actually do in a deck. I think that that's a good way to hold power in check. Is if you do combo, you have to target one player at a time to do it, and that'll give the other players like a chance to respond. And then you fake people out and do it to two people. <laughs> Why do you do? How do you do it to two? Well, you just untap the grindstone, get somebody else. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Then and then that's like another card in the combo. Yeah. To be able to kill everybody, it, which yeah. is totally okay. Yeah. But of course, then you have to untap it again, which might require a fourth card in the combo, right? <laughs> yes. And you yes, see how yes, that yes, scales. Yeah. Or if you do it on the end of player four's turn, immediately start your turn and do it again, so yeah. that you can get two people. But then you're sitting nuts to the wind with your combo on the table for a whole round. Yeah. Well, of, of one person, like the because everybody else is dead. Well, sort of. You kill somebody on on player four's turn, and then like, but you'd have to have sat for it with that on the oh, table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're giving three other people a chance to respond before you activate it, and the person who tries to to get it, you get them, and then you don't necessarily like get the opportunity to immediately untap and get a second person because yeah. like, what if it's the next person in turn order that got it? Yeah, right. So I don't know. That's just a little aside that that helps define when. When combos are good, I guess, because not everybody likes combos. For the record, that's a e- even though I do play it, and I, I'm going to acknowledge this. That's mm-hmm. a poopy play pattern, in my opinion, because when you have something on the table, it's like, well, I'll kill that. It's like, well, I'll kill you. Mm. Like I'll counter it by killing you. And yes, the that's- old comet storm counter spell. <laughs> that's my gimmick. Yeah. 
but people don't know that I have it, right? It's like, well, you've kind of already won, but it's like, how, you know what I mean? And you're kind of playing for third almost. That kind of sucks. I don't like yeah, that. Yeah, that's the reason you don't like Aetherflux Reservoir. Correct. And it's not because I think it's a broken card. I just think it discourages... Interaction. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's like, well... I've got the kill on the table if anybody tries to do anything. Yeah. And then... If you try to win, I'll just kill you. I have to have kill you at instant speed in response to you killing me at instant speed in response. Yeah. When I try to kill you. Like, I've got to do two, two, two kills you. Yes. Which is very difficult. Yeah. And um, lots of times if somebody else has kill you or kill that thing in response, it's like, why would they use it? Because you're using it to kill me. Yeah. Why would Smitty kill you if I'm dying? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, why would he do that? Exactly. Because it's going to make you with the ether flux. And, uh, yeah, it's, yeah it's I die thing. and then he kills you anyways. Yeah. So it's like, then both of us are dead. Yeah. And then it's one on one for Smitty and he can do painter's grindstone combo. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I think that's lots of lots of stuff to think about and lots to think lots of things to consider when going to a magic fest when you're describing your deck yeah. and, and the power level that your deck operates at. So for you in the nation, do you yeah. build on theme or do you how do you? What's the what's what the is, What does theme mean to you? What yeah. is what does theme even mean to to anybody? Yeah. Do you think it's a totally superfluous word that doesn't mean anything, or is it the crux upon which you balance the deck building philosophies that you hold inside oh. your soul and heart? Wow. Let us know in the comments. Let us know on Twitter, CCO Podcast, CCO Brando. If you're a Patreon supporter, let us know in the Discord. Great place to chat. Great place to share theme decks. Yeah. Because we've got a few different deck building channels that. Always have lots of discussion in them. Yeah. And memes. And memes, baby. There are memes. memes. Also, if you like memes, you could check out the store that has become a meme on this show, FusionGamingOnline.com. They are your stores for all your gaming needs and the official business daddies of your boys, Brando and Ryan at Commander Mm -hmm. Cookout Podcast. Check them out if you have some shit you're going to buy and you want to save 5% off it by using CCO Spring. Let them know that... Their business partnership with us is super good. You know what else is super good, Ryan? CCO Sidewalk Slam. Yep, coming out right away. We're going to record it after this show. It's going to be out shortly after y'all hear this. Also of good things, the time that we had in Bellevue. We haven't had it yet, but we're going to soon, and it's going to be great. We're both looking Mm -hmm. forward to it, Mm -hmm. have looked forward to it, and we had a great time doing it, playing games with all of you. And we're going to talk more about that on the next episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song!